0: What's up, y'all? Bunzy, we're back. Bunzy's Corner, episode two. I don't know why I'm so hype. I think because I'm like, I don't have a fucking intro. I'm like, yo, I got to bring the energy from somewhere. Uh, What's up, y'all, man? Um, Man, thank you to everyone who, (sighs) I got to be honest, man. Thank yous are never my easiest because I'm not used to people being so fucking supportive. And I have to say to each and every one of you, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, man. I can't. I can't even. I can't sugarcoat the shit, man. You guys really, you know. I just. I just. just thank you. Just thank you. I appreciate all of you. Uh, there are a lot of people who pushed me to doing this, uh, and I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to do it weekly. Um, but to those, to everyone, just thank you. My 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 deepest and most sincerest thank you. Um. I like I don't I don't I don't want to start crying so early into the pod man I'm i I'm a I'm a fucking I'm a chill I'm a chill man I'm a chill Let me see what we can get to Yeah man so on the last last podcast I guess I really got into like who I was and where I come from I mean I didn't really give you guys too much uh, I don't know why I think just because I was sa- I'm I think I'm, maybe I'm saving it for other shit I don't think so but I think um, Ultimately I gave you guys enough to kind of give you an idea as to who I am and what I'm gonna be doing here uh, It's just gonna be nothing but laughs. So I mean like let's get right into it man. I I think the last last episode I talked about uh 2020 and how like I guess garbage it, it's been for everybody and I want to continue to expound on that. Uh 2020 even just the the couple months that we've been in 2021 have been absolute like yo can I ask y'all something? Is anybody else is anybody else struggling with their family? Yeah, I'm going to give you a little minute so you can think about it. Is anyone else like Okay, for those who need to know, I live at home. I live with my mom and my nephew. Now, my mom isn't so much the issue. It's more so my nephew. I feel like he's growing right in front of my eyes because he's only 21, right? And if you remember yourself at 21, you probably weren't the perfect outstanding human being that you are today. You know, the, the upright citizen who pays her taxes. Like, you probably weren't all that when you were 21, which is fine. That's perfectly fine because I think we all go through different you know we all grow differently we all experience things differently we all uh just experience life at a different pace so with that being said do you all think that it's acceptable that someone at that age of that big 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 blood clot age of 21 should be still leaving shit that pause was this nigga's leaving shit in the motherfucking toilet what are we doing that we can't remember to just flush the toilet is it rocket science is it trigonometry is it calculus i'm basically giving you guys all the classes that i never took in school as you can tell i never in my life took any of them classes but i i just i honestly i think my biggest issue with it With 2020 and just being around family is just their constant habits that they don't ever really seem to fix. I don't really want to get into too much detail of that, and that's fine. Uh, Yeah, I guess I, and also just with, you know, 2020, I have spent, whew, more than I should have dollar amount on weed. It's an unhealthy, unhealthy amount. Yo, me and my homie, me and my homie Zach, I played his, uh, I played his, uh, his song on the last podcast we smoked a lot i don't like i don't know how much we spent on weed i know my amount is upwards of like between march and march between march and july when everything kind of reopened back i guess i don't even i don't want to give the number because i already know I already know the, I know the number, but I know the the blowback and I, I, am not prepared for that. I'm sorry to everyone who I've disappointed with how much money I spent on weed. Cause weed was the only thing that was really going to get me through this quarantine, man. I think, you know, you have your friends, you have family to a degree, but it's, wh- what else can you do? You know, a 2020 really threw a lot of 2020 really threw a lot of the emotional, and mental stuff that i had put back for so many years it kind of really put everything to the front, forefront it may it, it almost made sense that uh 2020 happened at least for me because i wouldn't have dealt with these problems these issues that i were you know that i'm dealing with i wouldn't have i never would have dealt with them if i if 2020 never happened but in the same breath i very much understand how some people feel like 2020 was the worst year of their lives you know people are losing their jobs people are losing family members people are just losing life itself and the essence of what that is you know a lot of people just are discovering themselves and if you're one of those people i i gotta say keep your head up because the journey for that is hard it's it's hard it's a hard one because i i remember being man i remember being like 20 21 i was just having this conversation with my friend the other day and we're talking about you know we were just talking about (laughs) <laughs> it's funny. Cause when you like, when you were 2021, 20, you thought like you knew everything. You thought you had all the knowledge in the world. You thought you were going to be the way that you were going to be for the rest of your life. Okay. And I tell people, I tell, I tell anyone I get the chance to tell that's in their twenties. I tell them that your twenties are the hardest time of your life. They are because your twenties, you deal with so much. Think about it. You come out of high school, right? And in high school, You have a lot of firsts. You have a first kiss. Probably your first taste of liquor. Probably smoke weed for the first time. You're just dealing with people of uh, different walks and creeds of life. Like you're dealing with a lot. I say that you deal with a lot of firsts in high school because that's the first time you're just experiencing everything. You know what I mean? So now you now you're done high school. You're wide eyed. You're 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 ripe and ready to take on the world because you think that you have all the tools. And that's another thing that pisses me off. I'm I'm going to put a pin in that little part right there. But schools don't teach you how to deal with shit mentally. Yeah, they have guidance counselors, and I maybe should have taken advantage of that a little bit more, but I didn't. But in the core curriculum, they should talk about getting older. I believe like in the in the curriculum of schools in high schools, they should talk about how to maneuver through life in your 20s. Because it's not easy, right? So go back to what I was saying. You you experience all these things in high school for the first time. Now, in your 20s or late teens, early twenties, young adulthood. Oh, let me get some water real quick. You gotta take those same experiences and now throw them in the pot of all the other shit you're already dealing with in your young adulthood, whether it's family, school, you might be working a full-time job, you might be in a relationship. You have all these other things in this cobble pot of bullshit. That you don't even really know how to maneuver around. Then you start feeling stuck. You start feeling like, "Man, is this shit? Is this shit my fault?" I, started, I felt stuck. I am not gonna lie to you. From twenty to twenty-six, I felt like things were. Scratch that. Twenty to twenty-three. Twenty to twenty-four. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty to twenty-four. Fuck that. Nineteen. <laughs> Nineteen to twenty-four. I felt like I knew that I knew I thought I knew I was going to know everything. You know, like, let me let me rephrase all that, because that sounded insane. From 19 to 24, I believed that all the things I was going to learn in life, I already knew. Do you guys hear how fucking stupid that sounds? That at that age, you think you know it all about life? And hey, another fuck you to my friends. (laughs) Another fuck you to my friends. Because how come y'all never told me that I came across as arrogant? That I just acted like I knew shit. Yo, I didn't didn't know a motherfucking thing. Because I was dealing with... Just like most people, we're all dealing with so many things in our 20s. Our 20s are the most important yet destructive time of our lives. Now, I don't know about a lot of y'all, but I know for me, I didn't handle it the best. At least emotionally. I think, like, I focused... I think I focus so much on like love and relationships and just constant stuff that didn't matter. And if I could go back and tell myself, first of all, let me be clear. I don't live with any regrets. I think all the things that I've done kind of make me who I am. And made, they kind of just garnered this knowledge that I have. And I don't hold myself uh, to... You know, I don't, f- I don't feel bad for the decisions that I made when I was in my 20s. I think it's important that <clears throat> I take those same decisions and just kind of be a better person in my 30s. But if I could go back and tell myself, my younger self, something, it would be, slow the fuck down on these bitches, man. damn, They're always going to be there. Love is love. Love will always be there. Love never changes as you get older. It's still the same thing that you look for and... Focus on your career, focus on yourself, get mentally right. I swear I did I had I did all that. I'm just starting to do that now. It's like I it's like my focus is now shifting away from that. Or at least I'm trying to, because I'm not gonna lie, man. If you're one of those people that love love, it's a dangerous game. It's like playing fire with fire. It's almost high risk, high reward. If you're constantly looking for um love from someone else and let me let me let me let me put the pin right there again see y'all i'm not even high and look how my brain be bouncing from shit to shit i have shit written down i want to make it seem like i don't got shit written down i had a list of things to talk about but i'm stuck on this one right now um fuck i already forgot what i was talking about god damn tell you about the memory man anyways i guess i was just i guess i just want to i guess primarily say love will always be there Focus on yourself and just basically be ready for the world because it's going to come at you fast, man. It is it's like I'm, I'm almost 30 and I didn't realize that I should have probably had things a little bit more perspective in my 20s. But hey, better late than never. <sighs> Any of y'all work retail, y'all? Man, you know how much years of retail I've given? You know how much years of my life I've given to retail? I'm talking like man I worked at I worked at Rona. I was a shipper shipper at Rona. I used to drive forklift. I used to drive man machines at Rona. Um I worked there for about 3 years and then they uh they got they they got rid of your boy. And then I was unemployed for a little bit and that fucking sucked ass. That was balls. Being unemployed outside of like I mean, you know what? I think being unemployed now as opposed to when i was 20 it was a lot different i didn't know how to occupy my time when i was uh i guess this was 21 yeah i was 21 when i got when i got laid off so i didn't really know i didn't really know how to fill my time i was you know my main focus at 21 was just gal go look gal that's it i didn't have any other like but i wasn't even trying to be like a gallus or none or i wasn't even trying to be like a ladies man i was just seriously trying to fall in love for whatever reason, because like, I could, I shouldn't, that type of stuff just doesn't need to be rushed. And I, you know, I guess I have a better understanding of that now. But at the time, um, man, I got mad text messages coming in about the first podcast. Honestly, thank you guys so much. I appreciate all the love. Um, I appreciate all the love you guys have given me, man. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't express it enough. I, I never really had this type of support growing up. So it's it's like really nice to know that there are, are people who are even like there are some strangers who I haven't spoken to in like ten years who are like congratulating me on this. So really, really, just thank you guys, man. I can't um, I can't thank you enough. It means it means the world to me that people uh, care. And you know, another life lesson that we learn as we enter thirty is that people fucking care about you. But whatever, we'll get into that. Back to what I was saying though. Uh, I I was unemployed, and then I got a job at Lids, and I really loved that job like i thought that was a really great job to work at um everyone there was just i think that was like one of the better one of the better places that i had started working at um in retail uh and it was just i spent another so that was 2012. man i guess i stayed there till about 2016. and then i started working at champs now i think most of you if you're if you know me i think most of you might have either reconnected with me while I was working at champs or met me while I was working at champs. And I got to say off the bat champs was easily champs is easily one of the best, the better jobs that I've ever had. I can, I can say that. Um, the people first and foremost were like, I've never really had to be in charge of so many people before. So that was uh, a little bit overwhelming at first, but you start to make adjustments as you, you know, uh, as you, as you, as you progress in the job. Hold on, let me get some water real quick. I was a manager. So I was in charge of damn near 20 plus kids. And by kids, I really mean from like 17, 16 and and up. And at the time of me starting lids, I was 25. Yeah, I was 25. So I was, I had enough years on everyone. I was the second oldest person in the store. The the oldest person was 43, shout out E-Dog. (laughs) Yo, honestly. All right. So after the first podcast, I said, after the first episode, I said, I don't think I should use names. I don't think I should use names. People got lies, man. I think I fucked up damn near my friend's life after telling that Weevy Wonder story. I don't don't have no regrets about that. That was a funny ass fucking story. But okay. So yeah, I met Champs. Champs was great. Worked there for a little bit. It didn't work out because I I was in school. I was in school for HVAC and just a lot happened there. I'd rather not get into that, but just a lot happened there. Um, eventually, I demoted myself, so I was a manager there, demoted myself, and you know, I didn't... I, I stayed part-time, and then there was a bunch of man, uh, manager changeovers, so then the new manager that came in, he wasn't really fucking with me or the, the input that I was trying to give, so I just kind of like let it go, so... Then he just eventually just stopped giving me hours so i'm like all right well fuck you too then if that's if it's fuck me then it's definitely fuck you just so we're clear and we're on the same page it's fuck you too um i ain't gonna say his name because whatever then i ended up back at lids so as you can see i have a lot of years of retail experience i ain't got shit to do with it i got nothing to do with it fuck retail man i tell you right now you I remember this one story, right? Alright, so boom. I'm to it's story time. We're we're jumping right into story time. I I'm working I'm working on a Saturday. It's busy as fuck on this Saturday. And it makes me laugh because it's just like I can't believe some of the lies that people tell themselves in order to like I guess get other people in trouble. But we'll get to that right in the story. I'm working. I'm helping a customer. I'm by the cash, right? If I'm talking to the customer and he's in front of me, the cash is back left of me. More left than it is back, but it's still back left. I'm talking to him, talking to him. Pause right there in the story because I have a little bit else to tell you at the beginning. So I actually got a call earlier that morning and this lady asked me if I could put a shoe on hold for her. I normally don't do holds because y'all niggas don't be coming back. Y'all don't come for the holds. So now I got a bunch of shit in places that I don't need it. So I normally don't do holds, but I was feeling pretty chipper. <laughs> I was feeling pretty chipper. So I said, you know what, ma'am, no problem. I won't put the shoe on hold for you. When you come in, just ask for David, and I'll know that the shoe's for you. Fast forward now. I'm talking to the customer, cashier, back left. I'm hearing yelling. Like I'm hearing some kind of commotion, but I don't want to be rude to the customer, so I don't completely cut him off. I I did look back. And then he looked at me and he said, do you have to go handle something? I said, yeah, give me a moment. Look at these and I'll just give me like two minutes. I go to the cash and I, uh, I, I talked to my, I talked to my cashier. I'm like, Hey, is there is, uh, oh, I didn't even ask the cashier yet, but I, I looked at the, the customer and the lady and I was like, is there an issue here? And she was like, yeah, your cashier is being dumb." I felt I felt every part of my soul light on fire when she said that. Cause here's the thing, I don't take no bullshit from customers when you come talk to my staff. It's just not. It's just not like. It's just not what I'm about. Like like I, like we're, like this is my this is my work family. So you disrespect them, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to see me essentially. So I didn't even acknowledge what she said when she said, "Oh, the cashier's being a dumb bitch." Blah blah blah. Right? I didn't even. I just turned to my cashier and I said, "What's going on?" cashier explains to me this lady she just came and she just threw her box and says that she was here for an exchange on cue as my cashier is explaining to me what the situation is another one of my part-timers is coming out the back with the shoe that i had put on put on hold previously that day not previously earlier sorry and i was like oh are you the lady for the exchange she said yeah i was like oh so you spoke to me this morning she's like oh yes you were very nice unlike your cashier (laughs) <laughs> I said, this bitch got me fucked up. She don't know what's about to happen. So I, I looked at my cashier and I was like, oh, do her refund. I was like, do her refund. She's like, my cashier was like, okay. She starts processing the refund. At this point now, a line has formed. So now I'm, I, I just got stuck on cash because she was my only cashier. So now I got to help people. I got to help the line and decrease the line. So I'm helping the next person, blah, blah, blah. The lady's like, I don't want an effing refund. I want an exchange. I said bet you're not getting it fuck you thought this was you're not getting that exchange you're not coming in here and talking to people any kind of crazy way so did her uh, my cashier she did the exchange I think she had some I think there was a difference not difference owing but she was getting money back so I was like "Yeah, just give her, her money back like and I just looked at Leia said don't come back Like, you're not welcome here I come in Monday morning that was the end of that by the way I come in Monday morning <laughs> and my DM Oh, hey, Mr. Do you, you think I could talk to you for a minute? Fucking that fuck it. I'm like, yeah, what's up? Like, what? what's going on? Oh, uh, there was an incident on Saturday. So right when he said Saturday, I was like, I know exactly what the fuck he's talking about. He's going to talk to me about that lady. On Saturday, those was a bit of a situation. Do you quite remember it? Yes, actually, I do. I remember it quite well. Well, could you give me your, uh, your uh, recollection of the story? I gave him exactly what I just told you. What you just heard is exactly what i told him he was like hmm interesting because she has a very different version of the story now i'm in my mind i'm like what this fucking this disney princess makeup in her mind now what the fuck does she have that what did she, what did she conjure up in her brain to make me the bad guy in this scenario so what <laughs> she said that by the way made it all the way to our legal department Do, are you hearing me is this thing on she went and told them people that I spit on her. And not only did I spit on her, while I was doing the refund, I dashed the money back at her. I said, Lord have mercy this bitch is not coming here and try, try to get the black man fired. You see how they do us? These, do you see how they do us? God damn. She said I spit on her and threw the money at her. I was like, bitch, I don't even want to be close enough to you to spit on you, let alone smell you. I didn't even do your refund. (laughs) I didn't do your refund. You just sat here and lied because, what, you don't like black people? It just goes to show, like, people will go through extreme lengths to try to get you in trouble with your employer. Thank God for cameras, right? Because if it wasn't for them cameras, it would have been her word, white woman, (laughs) against me, the nigga. No, I'm playing. All right. So, I don't even know why I started talking about the retail. See, remember when I told y'all it was just going to be a nigga rambling for maybe about an hour? I don't know, man. See, like the texts are still coming in. I I, I got to say, man, I really appreciate. I really appreciate y'all, man. I really do. I, I like I, I it's, it's it's, overwhelming, to be honest, because I just was never. I was never truly expecting this kind of support really ever. And I just got to say thank you guys. I got to say just uh, it's just too much, man. I when I was. When I was when I was younger, I never I thought I could do everything on my own, you know. Like I never needed help. I really, I guess I I guess I stopped myself from getting like emotionally attached to people because I am scared that the standard that I hold them to, they're not gonna want to be there anymore. The pedestal I hold them up on, you know, that's pressure for a lot of people to. But at the end of the day, it's like that sh- that shit doesn't mean anything. These people, they, they care about you and they love you and they're willing to show their support for you. So why is it so hard for you to like wrap your head around that? I don't know why it is. That's just how I was. I was I was raised. I never I never really got support from anyone. I never really was told great job, this, that and the third. And it was always just do it, you know. Just go and do it. And whatever the result is, is whatever the result is. I never got, you know, those crucial ages in high school where you're supposed to get that positive reinforcement. I never really got it. And this isn't going to be the woe is me podcast. But I'm just letting you know that the support I'm getting from you guys is just so, it's so appreciated. Because I, uh, I don't know. Thank you guys. Seriously. Um, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to get back to it, man. Let me, let me get back to it. Hold on. Where are my goddamn notes? Oh, there we go um so back to retail man yeah no um and now uh I guess after all that uh just that whole spiel and just a story I'm back at lids now um same position uh whole new staff but they're they're great too they're great people um I was never really good at meeting new people so being like just be, being new anywhere is always like hard for me because I think a lot of people think that I'm super outgoing but I'm not. like i'm really not um i just know how to be respectful to new people that i'm meeting um but nine out of ten times i don't really want to be your friend i'm not i'm not lying to you i don't want to i don't really want to be your friend and that see 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 that right there that's my problem i should be more more more, uh, uh what's the word outgoing more extroverted i think it's a little too cool to be an introvert these days i don't like that either Cause I was like that when the shit wasn't cool. You know what I mean? Like it was always fuck you when I was in high school. Like, leave me alone. Just, just stay over there. Just <laughs> talk to me. I was the original stay six feet away from me. You tried to come hug me, stay over there. You, you didn't need to hug me. You don't need to touch me. Just say it to me and I'll catch it. Kind of like the roni. <laughs> Yo. Uh, I also wanted to talk about music, man. Yo, 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 dog. Welcome home, Bobby Shmurda, man. Hold on, man. Because I don't know. I don't even really know if I'm going to be playing music. I don't even know if I'm allowed to. Because a certain platform was giving me a little bit of issues uh, with that first episode. So I don't even really know if I'm going to play music. I think I'm going to. Um... Screw. Yo, welcome, welcome home, welcome back home. You know what I mean, Roddy Rebel, Bobby. Now let me, oh let me, listen. I can't even cut it off, man. I can't even. Bow. Woo. Woo. All right, man. I gotta cut that off, man. But yo, welcome home. Uh, Bobby Schmerda and Rowdy Rebel man uh, this was to be honest I thought about this day a lot I'm not gonna lie to y'all I thought about this day a lot but I did not think it was gonna happen <sighs> I, I, I okay it's not that I didn't think it was gonna happen I just didn't think that it would have come so soon because what this was 2017 2014 uh, sorry seven years ago kind of kind of like crazy really Cause he dropped his first, he got, he dropped his first project and then they were both in and it was like, they didn't even really get to be outside for this shit. So I'm so happy that they're home. This shit is for the culture. And I want to hear none of y'all talking about, oh, well they did this. This is why they deserve to be in it. Yo, listen, if that's your stance, turn this podcast off right now. I'm letting you know that right now. It's not for you. It's just not, it's not going to be for you. If you think that they deserve to do the time that they did, or you think that they, you just think that jail is for people and people deserve to, nah, 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 I'm not with that. Cut the podcast off because them niggas, them niggas was too important to the culture to be locked up for as long as they did, for as long as they were. Sorry. And I'm just happy that they're home. Uh, and I hope they just start making music right away because I'm with the shits. I saw Quavo had picked uh, Bob, Bobby up. and I, Listen, man, this is just rich nigga shit that I can't, I can't even afford to look at. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'd be looking at this shit like, damn, nigga, I'm in a whole nother tax bracket. What am I? I can't even. I mean, but sh- just honestly, just it's amazing that they're home. And I just hope that they start working on music, hopefully sooner than later. Um, Oh, oh, okay. So y'all, I want to play a song for y'all, man. And I hope, I really, really hope, I want to play a song for y'all. All All right, fuck it. I'm playing it from my phone then. Um, This this group, I think their name is Salt. It's S-A-U-L-T. And my homie, she put me on to this song. Actually, her sister put me onto this song. I just want to play a little bit of it. Hold on. Y'all hear that? I'm not gonna lie to y'all, this song's been on repeat. This song has actually been on repeat since like I I you know what's crazy? I only found out about found out about it two days ago and it's been on constant like repeat, like just all day. I love it. It's a great song, man. It's I think that I think I think it's a group of them, but I have no idea. Uh I definitely a, a woman lead. And I'll tell you right now, let me tell like, can I just be honest with you about women in R and B right now? Y'all are killing it right now, like I love everything that y'all are dropping. Honestly. Everything. From, hold on, let me see who I've downloaded recently. <sighs> like, yo, I came across this girl named Sankya? S-A-N, I'm gonna say it's Sanka. Man, y'all niggas just be spelling anything anyway. Anyways, it's S-A-N-K-Y. She has these two joints, one called Bother Me, featuring Jeff Sanon, and another one called Sexton. Yo. These two songs are nuts. Hold on, let me play one of them right now. This one's called Sexton. Let me fast forward a little bit. You, hear, you know what I'm saying? Like, would you like some naughty pictures on your break? When y'all bitches gonna start sending me some naughty pictures on my break? You know? Chubby niggas need love, too? Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> nah, but for real, when are y'all... When, when? when Hold, let's address something super important right now that I think that we need to get to, okay? So, if you're laughing right now, I'm gonna need you to stop laughing and, and serious the fuck up. Yo, who gonna buy me a PS5, yo? Nah, deadass, who gonna buy me a PS5? Because, like, you know what I mean? What you need from me? You need some foot rubs? You need some back rubs? You need your ass a. What, you, <laughs> what do you... What do you need from me, G? Oh, I shouldn't have said G because I made it sound like it would be a guy. No, no, no. No guy. I don't want to eat no guy's ass. That's crazy. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. is woman only. Sorry. God, I don't want to get canceled on my second episode. Haha. You can't cancel what refuses to go away. Hmm? Unless you shoot women in the foot. All right. So next, what's next? Okay. Mm. <sighs> I need to address something strictly to people. And I don't even know. I th- I think, I think this dish is strictly, I think it's a Guyanese dish. Shout out to all my people from Guyana, from Guyana. Yo, what's up with pepper pot with bone and fat in it? Like, is there, can we, can we, is there any way that we can make it without it? Because I'm sick of it. My friend's mom for New Year's, I think it was New Year's. Yeah, for New Year's made me, uh, uh, mom and dad actually made me two separate pots of pepper pot. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It's delicious regardless. But you know how discouraging it is to dip in with the bread and then you pull out a piece, pause, and then <laughs> <laughs> I promise it's going to be the first and last one. Don't worry. You pull out a piece and it's either you, you take the one of the you're about to take your first bite of it thinking like, man, this is about to be some good shit. So you're really excited to chew on the meat. I think that's a, I think I think I think I'm just going to have to work pause in there. It's fine. <laughs> you're about to take a nice, healthy bite. And then it's fat or bone like stop trying to give me a root canal. Like, I don't I don't have dental insurance like what do you <laughs> is, there, is there like can you can someone maybe answer that for me like it maybe you can have your your mother answer it your dad answer it someone elder in your family who knows how to make it properly and ask them hey maybe you don't do like do we have to make this with bone do I have to feel like I'm chewing on a pig's ass every time I you know what I mean like it like, it hurts especially with the fat because you you'll get coaled in the first five minutes, like first five seconds you think that you're chewing on a piece of meat and it's fat. And you're like, oh, this is just. <sighs> <laughs> all right. So I'm looking at my notes because we're going to be all over with this podcast. And I don't give a shit. I'm looking at my notes. But y'all, y'all, y'all remember a time. And I hope you're old enough to remember this. But y'all remember a time when like MSN was around and like MySpace. And yo, shout out. Shout out to anyone who was on T.Wire and Vibe. I met a lot of y'all off of there. Just to keep it funky, dunky I I I've met a lot of women, and I'm not saying I'm some kind of fucking Casanova. So let's let's nip that in the bud right now. But I guess at the time it was like one of the. It was like you either had Facebook, which I, I don't know. I I don't think anyone had yet because I was in grade nine when T.Y. was popping. But if you had any of those sites at the time, it was the only way to really meet people. It was the only way to like be social with people from other schools. Because I went to I went like I like you guys know I went to high school in the I went to high school in the Rex. I was Humber. Um, and you were, there was maybe like three high schools in the area, but one of them you couldn't go to for sure because you'd get jumped and I'm not trying to get jumped. I don't know about you. If you have a wish list of things that you'd like to do in life and getting jumped is one of them. Personally, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get jumped. So I never went to that high school. The other one basically was a walking operating, uh, cemetery. Niggas went to die there. Like it was... (laughs) It just didn't. And yeah, for those who, for those who are wondering, I'm talking about Thistletown Collegiate. That school was fucking run down. Like for a school that's been around as long as it's been, you think, hey, maybe we can put some money into the renovations, but they never have. And it's just been, it's just been dusty for years. And I don't know about now because I've been out of high school. Oh, damn, I've been out of high school 11 years. Yo, I am old as dirt. Like I'm Jesus old. Now I see why everyone would say, yo, Bunzi, you're old. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thank you. But anyways, I'm getting back to my point because, as you can see, memory of a fucking goldfish, attention span of a four-year-old. So, y'all remember using? Um, and let me. You guys know what an ampersand is? That's right. I know what it is because I'm fucking. I went to a two-year college. All right. So this smart, this podcast, and this episode specifically is for smart niggas only. If you, <laughs> if you don't know what an ampersand is, you fucking get it together. All right. But y'all remember when people used to use two ampersands, like they'd be saying love and loyalty, love and it was the ampersand, but it would be two of them instead of just one. We lived in one of the cities. Oh, can we? All right. At this moment in the podcast right now, I need all of you who were born anywhere between the years of 1989 to 1993, 94. I don't want to push it to 95. But any of any of y'all that had nicknames that were giggles, smiles, chubbles—I don't even know what that is—or any variation of that bullshit—I need you to come to the front of the court because we need to have a discussion. Hey yo, what made y'all niggas do that? Like, who who was calling you giggles with two G's and L E Z? Yo, I got a friend right now, right? And she she should have known that this was coming because I've been roasting her about it for. I can't tell you how long, but I got a friend, right? That in high school, her name was Shines. Yo, I love you. I love you to bits. I do. But that name still to this day is probably the funniest thing of all time. And yo, you remember not even just the ampersand, right? Like the double ampersand. You remember when people would like have vowels in their names and they would just put double the vowel? Oh my God. It was a sickening time. So for example, if your name was Giggles, you would spell your name G I I. Let that marinate. Double eyes. G-G-L-E-Z. If you went to high school between those years of 2005 to 2010, it was a nasty time, man, for nicknames. Are you kidding me? Giggles? That is shit is so fucking funny to me. Uh <laughs> no one called you Giggles. Stop lying. Nobody called you Giggles. Tuck, put that in the cut. And if you're at this big age still calling yourself Giggles, I'm not even gonna say nothing about that. I'm really not. I'm not even, and then yo, you know, if you were if you were super sick, you wanna know how you used to freak it? You used to put so like so if your name is giggles, right? You used to put G double I G G L E S Z. It was a just it was just one of the sickening times of all like I've I've never lived in such an era. I've never lived in such an era, but I'm glad that I grew up in the time that I did. Because I tell you right now, if I was 15 in 2021, yeah, I don't think I'd make it. I don't think I. I don't think I'd make it. I really don't think I'd make it. Man, y'all are really showing me a lot more love than I think I deserve. Thank you guys. I appreciate all of you, and I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm just constantly saying thank you throughout this episode, and that's fine. Cause I don't give a shit. I'm just here. I'm just here to kick it with y'all, man. I'm just here to kick it with you and just tell you thank you and I don't know what else do I got man what else I got on the docket All y'all single people y'all relationship people turn the podcast off not for you now get out of here It is really hard dating These apps are absolutely garbage Did I, did I get into this on the last episode cuz I don't I don't really remember but I'm getting into it again cuz this shit be pissing me off damn near every day I ain't got shit else to do but swipe All these apps are just like I don't know maybe it's maybe maybe I'm not being like optimistic enough like maybe my maybe i'm still maybe i still maybe i still have issues oh shit maybe i still have issues uh showcasing my personality no fuck that man i'm dope i'm dope i'm probably just ugly though (laughs) yo speaking of high school we're gonna fuck the fuck the tinder stuff i can't control that stuff speaking of high school y'all remember this is for my uh my r&b heads Y'all remember the Trey songs "Can't Help But Wait" music video? Okay, now that you remembered it, do you remember at the end? You know what? I don't even want to get into tre- I don't even want to get into that music video. How come music videos when like when I was growing up when they did the "To Be Continued," they never continued. Like they never followed up on it. Like nigga, I want to know the rest of the storyline if you don't mind. That's why I brought up the Trey songs "Can't Help But Wait" music video. It said "To Be Continued." That shit never continued unless it did, and it was just a song that I didn't really like. Actually, can someone find that for me? Do you know, does someone know if it, if it, uh, if it continued? Because I might just be talking shit here for no fucking reason, which is low-key going to be 90% of the, 90% of the pod, man. I'm not really here to get into too much shit. Um, oh man, I can't, yo, I can't believe I told that story about the, uh, spitting on the back thing. God, I really hope that doesn't reach her ears. I really, really hope it doesn't. I mean, even if it does, I don't give a shit. I didn't say her name. (sighs) That was a really fucking funny story man I got <laughs> for those for those who if you're just listening for the first time I told this story about having sex with a girl and the sex was really bad and I just spit on her back and I left I fake I fake came and just not on her back and just and spit on her back sorry and just got out of there not my proudest moment but hey man we we're not here to judge we're here to identify which is very important uh, what else do I got here man was Valentine's Day hard for anybody else? Single relationship situationship entanglement. Was it hard for any of y'all? Because I don't know, I don't know about you, but this one was It wasn't easy. I've been trying to Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna be entirely honest with you. I don't have a reason to hide shit. I've been dealing with this situation with this girl that I can't really seem to find a way to maneuver properly through it. Without getting into too much detail, we both want the same thing which is to, I guess, date. We both want that, but one of, I, uh, she doesn't, she she doesn't think that she can handle being in a relationship right now because, you know, she's got a lot of things that she's got to deal with, which is respect, which is fine. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not ever someone who's going to, uh, I'm not here to pressure anyone. I'm not here to make anyone feel less than, especially when, if we're if we're seeing each other casually or whatever never here to make you feel less than. So if you have your 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 own stuff that you got to deal with, I can respect that and I I understand it because we all have our own things to get to. This is why I brought up earlier, right? Like Actually, I don't even know if I brought it up. It might might have been an edited take, but whatever. I I I don't believe necessarily that you need to be in a relationship to work on yourself. I don't think those I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive to each other. It's like, yeah, you don't want to, and what I, what I mean by that is, you know, people who say that they don't want to get into a relationship with someone who they care about because they have their own things to, uh, to work on, which is fine. Once again, I'm not refuting that point at all. I'm not, I don't think that in any way, shape or form that anything should be rushed if you don't feel right about it, if you don't feel ready, if you don't feel uh, uh, confident in it, if you don't feel all the way uh, sure about it then don't do it. So I, I, I very much agree with that sentiment, and I'm not here to veer from that at all. My whole thing is that I, I feel like a lot of people, just off of, off of this girl now, um, I think most people, they get married to the idea that you think that you have to be alone in order to work on yourself, which isn't necessarily true. I feel like those are two different feelings. If, if, if you feel something for someone and you're willing to... Well, that's the other thing. If you're willing to take the plunge with them and, 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 and start dating and be in a relationship. I feel like you, you, you ultimately, you can learn a lot about yourself. You can learn some things about yourself that you might've never known prior to, you know, you're going to learn, you're going to learn new things about yourself in relationships that you might've not known in past relationships, you know? And I'm not say I'm not here to say that, you know, everyone should have a, a dating extravaganza and just date as many people as you want. If that's what you want, then that's what you want. And I'm not going to tell you any different, right? But I'm saying that I don't you don't have to be alone in order to work on yourself because there are gonna be things that come up in the relationships that you might not know how to deal with. and you won't know how to deal with until it pops up at your front door while you're in that dating scenario or you're in that entanglement or you're in that situation. you know, So it kind of just sucks that like, I guess just to bring it back is that like you like if if you if I feel like if you like someone enough, and you're willing to give it an honest go, and you know that person's heart, or you know that person's genuinity, I don't even know if that's a word, but if you know someone's genuineness of their heart, and you know that they're not there to hurt you, or waste any time, they're there to be mature, they're there to communicate on all fronts, and be honest, be openly honest with their emotions. If you have someone like that, I don't... To me, and this is just to me, I'm not going to speak for anyone else um, on the other side of it, but for me, like I... I would do it, you know. I understand why you won't. I understand why, but it just—I'm su- just saying, like yo, know, the 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 Valentine's Day—it always sucks. I've been single for four years. I know, hard to believe. I'm so funny and so attractive. It's just, <laughs> I scoff at the idea. It's beneath me. No, I'm playing. Um, no, I have been single for four years. Last girl I was seeing, she's fucking married now. So that, oh god, why did I bring that up? What? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know why I brought that up. I really don't. But I, uh, it's just, it's just Valentine's Day is never the easiest time of the year. It's always just hard. The weather's trash. I gotta clean my car. People are in love. Listen, man, t- take that love shit somewhere else if you don't. Mind. <laughs> oh God, I see. I'm, I'm also. I'm. I guess as I'm getting older, I'm trying not to be so like cynical. And um, hard on myself in terms of uh, dating. I feel like a lot of things are my fault. Man, I feel like I'm like top five one of the most annoying people on earth when it comes to dating, man. Because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. I don't want to make anyone feel uneasy, unsafe. That's not. That's never my objective. Whenever I hear stories of men who just make women feel uncomfortable and they just given off mad creepy weird vibes, I grew up with two sisters, so I think I have and a single mom. I I know. I know what not to be like, or at least I know what I can uh, try to not be like, because I'm, st- I'm still a man. I'm, I'm flawed and I'm going to make mistakes. I'm not perfect. But at least I know something that I can model after. I have something that I can model myself after not to be like. Like when I look at some of the failed relationships in not only um, my 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 women families, but also my women friends. I got so many countless stories of women who just told me stories just about niggas who just be acting nasty is the best way them niggas would say. It's nasty, y'all. A lot of niggas, a lot of y'all niggas is nasty, and no one's willing to talk about it because uh, you you you'll get called a simp. (laughs) Yo, imagine like imagine being offended that like you respect and love women let me be clear I love women so much that as much as y'all as much as y'all irritate me and annoy me and frustrate me and get under my motherfucking skin I can't have a life without y'all I don't have a life without y'all I got nothing without y'all I don't have point blank period I got nothing women for me are put it this way most a lot of things that I do in my life i.e. have a job. No, scratch that. The the way that I dress, we'll use that as an example. Do you think I do you think that I dress the way that I dress for myself? Partially, yes. Partially. I think that is very true. Partially, I do dress for myself. A lot of times just for comfortability. But do you think that I would coordinate colors if it weren't for women's approval? Do you think that I would shape up my beard if it wasn't for women do you think that niggas get their haircut every two weeks it's just for them nah not rolling we do these things for women and i'm sorry if anyone disagrees but we do these things for women so when i say that women are the to me the pinnacle of what's i don't even know how to phrase this but i I just want to stress the importance of what women are to me in my life like without them i don't have I don't, without women, I don't know how to interact with women. Because I tell you right now, I'm not listening to none of you niggas. You niggas is nasty. Classic case of, if it don't if it don't apply, let it fly. Because I know not all the niggas I'm talking about, not all of y'all are bad, but. Every, okay, it has to, it can't be, a, it can't just be a coincidence that every woman that I've ever met, whether it's family, friends, friends of friends, distant stories, no matter who. No matter what woman, they always have a story of a man who was creepy, overly aggressive, didn't understand how what they did made them feel, and just lacked sympathy and or empathy. That can't that that did I that can't be a coincidence. That can't be every woman that I've ever met has has a really shitty story about a man. That's gotta say something, right? At some point, we as men gotta hold the mirror up against ourselves and be like, hey. This is what you look like. And although you know the world of a certain way, it's not like that anymore. The things that you know, the things that you once believed about what this world was like, no longer the same. Things are changed. Things have changed. Things should have been changed. Our our treatment of women should have been different. Now, with that being said, a lot of y'all women, mm, mm, I'm not gonna say it. Because I don't think this is the podcast to say it, but a lot of you women, yeah, 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 y'all gotta, y'all gotta fix the fuck up, yeah, we all gotta fix the fuck up, man, we're all just garbage, to be honest, <laughs> we're all walking human, human pieces of trash, you, you know, we, we all treat each other so unfairly, nah, I don't want to get into that, that's a, that's a whole nother bag, I don't want to open up that can of worms, I guess I'll do the tarot card thing, man, I haven't really done that, uh, yet, oh, shit, I know what I should look for. I gotta look for my homie's song. Man, she never answers her phone. I mean, that's a lie. She does answer it. I'm just being, oh, God, I'm just being impatient. All right, also, now I'm just going to do, um, I'm going to do the tarot card of the day. You know, it's just a little segment where I just pick a card, randomly shuffle it up and just pick a card and just kind of give whoever. Oh, look at that, eh? Two popped up, so we're going to do two two cards popped out of the deck. We're just going to do a little quick reading for those who may need it. Uh, once again, I don't use these cards as the gospel. I don't use it as well, let me just adjust my mic. I don't use it as the gospel. I I don't I, I don't use it for you know. It's not it's not it's not the end all be all. I think I said that before. It's it's not the end all be all. I just use it for perspective on how to maybe deal with something. And that's it. Let me get some water real quick before I read this all. All right. Uh, So the first card we're going to do, normally I do one, but whenever, uh, when I'm shuffling and cards come out, however many, I'm just going to pick them out and read them. Uh, For those who know me, I've done readings for you before, and I usually do a three-card reading. I just do past, present, future. I don't want to get I don't know if I if I'm there with it yet. And if I want to do that on the pod, I'm just going to do a quick couple cards. And the first card is the king of wands in reversed. Okay. The negative aspect of the card is associated, as you may guess, with a feeling of arrogance. When reversed, the card depicts a personality which is prone to taking rash, impulsive and hasty decisions. In reversal, the card represents the worst spectrum of the qualities of the fire: selfishness and ruthlessness. He can be manipulative. Oh God, let me try that again. He can be manipulative as long as you are serving his purpose. With this in mind, the card definitely points out a strong and weak aspect, and the image depicted in the card can help you dig deeper in your personality. So the image on the card is uh, it's the it's the King of Wands, and it's a gentleman who is just sitting on a throne. So it tells me to be, he can be manipulative. So just be aware of anything that revolves around selfishness and ruthlessness. Hmm. Okay. So that was that one. That, yeah, okay. Second card is the Eight of Swords Upright. Getting the reversed Eight of Swords is a good sign, since it shows maturity and self-acceptance, and recognition of one's own power and responsibility, especially after a long struggle of doubt. It means that one is capable of making conscious decisions because they are confident in who they are, and their power to affect change in both themselves and the world. It's time to free oneself from the past and clear it out their closet. Creating room for new things and experiences. You know what? I'm not going to lie to y'all, man. That one sounds uh, exactly like what I am currently going through in terms of just getting getting over the hump of the fear and understanding that what I can do can just change oneself. Just be better. I think my goal going into my 30s is to just be better than the day before in whichever sense of the word. Whether it's mentally, emotionally do something different, do something new, do something out of my routine. I heard that in a reading once, and I've been trying, but the the hardest part of the battle is just getting yourself, uh, getting out of your own way. So that was a little tarot section. Um, I want to play a song, man, because I think I'm going to get out of here. Ooh, do I want to play... Y'all, I got a lot of R. Kelly on here, man. That I feel really ashamed about having. Still, I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. I might actually take that out. I don't know if I'm gonna leave that. Uh. Do y'all want me to play like new music? Cause I could do that too. I could play. I could play. I could play some new music, man. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna play that joint uh, by Sankya. I, I swear to God, I wish I was pronouncing her name correctly. Um, but it's called "Bother Me," and here it is.
1: I don't take my ass in public, I will never claim you, claim you Until claim you claim me, me. till these hoes No stop I will never call you up I ain't here for the long Do you really want this problem? If you're not, don't bother me If you don't, don't bother me Don't call me, don't Let you go, let me go, I ain't here for the long do you, really do you really want these problems, if you're not, don't bother me, if you don't, don't bother me, don't call me, don't,
0: She said, don't put me on a track, dog. That's crazy. But that was uh, Sankya. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm really sorry if I'm butchering her name. But it's S A N S A N K Y A, featuring uh, Jeff Sanon. Bother me. Uh, Someone put me onto that song recently, man. That shit's hard, man. But listen, I think I've covered enough. I think I've talked y'all ears off long enough. Uh, Once again, man, I've been saying it all podcast. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel like none of this would be possible without you. And I just, it's two episodes in and I'm already feeling emotionally overwhelmed. God damn. Oh, now look who wants to call me back. Yo. What happened? I needed, I was asking you if I could fucking... Well, I was asking you a couple. I wanted to ask you a couple things because um, your song "Cigarette." Yes. Can you email that to me? Yeah. Because I want to play it um, eventually, but I I'm literally recording right now, so you're probably gonna be on the podcast. Oh my gosh! What's pop podcasters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, w- I wanted to I wanted to play I wanted to play it, but I played another song because you didn't fucking answer. My bad. Okay, I'll, I'll send it right now. Yeah, send it so that the for my next episode I'll uh I'll uh I'll, I'll get I'll get you on there. Okay, okay. Alright, I'll I'll tell, t- tell Zach we need to do a collab. Alright, does okay, right, You see, all I needed was her for her to answer the fucking phone and uh, it's alright. I'll I'll get her next time. That's fine. But um Man, like I was saying, really guys, just it's it's been it's been an overwhelming supportive day and I just want to say thank you to you all um again just again and again I can't stress it enough and I feel like I used to be so good at this stuff and now I'm just I'm shitty at it so really thank you guys for the support um two episodes in and it's been it's been it's just it's it's nice to get this stuff out you know because I don't have too many outlets when I was growing up i I used to write I feel like I have writer's block now like I can only write scripts <laughs> and skits and shit that make people laugh and I, I try to I try to compile something and put put it into the show so that way you guys can enjoy it um, follow me on all the social medias uh, Bunzy with two E's remember two E's B-U-N-S-I-E-E and just thank you guys again man I hope y'all keeping y'all fucking masks on and all that but yeah we'll talk man y'all be good